This is the Visionary Founders Podcast, helping founders to activate their biggest visions, create extraordinary lives and businesses, and to make a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to lay the foundations and growth to create a legacy. In this show, you'll learn the practical and profound changes to making yourself and your business to have the impact you desire, because you are a visionary founder. Hi, and welcome to this episode. And today I wanted to talk about the power of reflection. And this is such an underutilized skill, I find, when I'm working with visionary leaders, entrepreneurs, you know, that we live such busy lives, don't we? Particularly if we're balancing, you know, maybe kids or busy home life and work and friends and social life and all of those things, that reflection and space and stillness can be the things that get lost. And I really, really, really believe in the power of reflection. And when I talk about the reflection, I'm talking about doing it regularly. So I'm talking about every day, every week, every year. (laughs) And I happen to be recording this. If you're listening to this live, I happen to be recording this so that it will go live in that weird in-betweeny time between Christmas and New Year in 2021. But what I'm saying actually applies regardless. So don't go, oh, it's not Christmas. I'll turn this off. Do listen because it does apply anytime. But it isn't really interesting, isn't it, to be able to reflect at the end of a year. And so I was kind of sitting this morning thinking, well, why don't we reflect more? What's the barrier? What's the reason why not? And I say, I think it's a range of things. I think it's partly because we all lead busy lives. And, you know, you have to consciously do that. You know, I know particularly for my leaders that I work with in corporate, they are, you know, they finish one project and it's on to the next thing and on to the next thing and on to the next thing. And so it can be kind of tricky to find the time or to not feel that need to push on to the next. So I think time is an issue. And I always believe that time is not the major issue. You know, if we want something enough, if if we're passionate enough about it, if it means enough to us, then we will make the time for it, right? So I do also think, and I was really getting this feeling as I was just writing myself a couple of notes for this episode this morning, that there is also some fear in it. And I just sat with that this morning and I was thinking, well, what's the fear in reflecting? But it's kind of like a space where we need to be honest with ourselves and where there's nothing to do. You know, it's so easy to distract ourselves with doing and, you know, to be racing forward, racing forward, racing forward. And when we stop and we make the time to reflect, often it can be a bit confronting. You know, there might be things in it that you love. And, you know, I'm really, I've had to really train myself to celebrate and to reflect and celebrate, which is so important because I'd find that I'd achieve something. And then almost like when I achieved it, I'd be like, oh yeah, I've done that now. And then I'd move on and it would feel a bit flat to me. And I think that's really weird. Why does this feel flat to me when this is something that I really want? And what I discovered was that a lot of my energy is in the getting of it, is in the journey, is in that exhilaration and excitement. 
And then sometimes when I actually get the thing, it can feel a bit flat. And that's not a great feeling. And so what I discovered was if I reflect on my successes, if I really sit with them, if I allow them to sort of allow that excitement to go through my body and really feel it, it really changed how I felt when I achieved something. So reflection isn't just on reflecting on what we do better moving forward, which is what I hear a lot in the corporate world, but more of kind of, okay, so can I allow myself to sit with that and say, wow, well done me. You know, I really wanted that and I sat with it and I did it and I had the resilience and I stuck with it when it was challenging and all of those things. And I achieved it. Wow, well done me. <laughs> so I think the that sense of reflecting on what's good is actually really important. It's to allow ourselves to own it, to claim it, to be with it in a way that feels really deeply fulfilling and allows you to congratulate yourself, to integrate the energy of it as you move forward. And I think a lot of the power of reflection is actually in that integration. It's allowing ourselves to say, oh, what did I do? And how did I do that? And what do I know about myself now that I didn't know before? There are so many amazing questions that you can ask yourself when you reflect. And you'll find the more you do this, the more reflective you become, the more it actually propels you forward. So this is one of those also those paradoxes where it feels like reflection time is not moving forward. It feels like it's slow. And in some ways it is, you know, in some ways it feels like time slows down a bit when you're sitting in that quiet reflective space. But what I know for myself and for others I work with is that when you allow yourself the power and the time to reflect, actually what comes out of that will speed up your life and business and the results you want and everything so much faster than if you're just running from A to B and, you know, kind of running, running, running all the time. So I think, as I say, going deep and reflecting can be confronting because it's easier to be in action. It's easier not to think. It's easier not to go on that journey, if you like. But I know that there's so much power in there. Oh my goodness, that whenever I get my clients, the people I work with to do this, and I always do, then it's always then becomes one of their favorite things to do. So it's kind of counterintuitive if you don't do this already, but I know there's such power and energy in it. And it really will say catapult you and your business to the next level. So so I'm doing this between Christmas and New Year, which is a great time to reflect because it's that weird in-betweeny time. And, and, you know, it's a time of reflection, I think, of like as one year ends and the next year begins, it's always good to reflect at that time. But I do really encourage you to reflect continually. So to be in this habit of reflection and celebration and learning and growth. So I have a journal that I write every day. And, you know, that's both setting intentions and visions for the future, but it's also is reflecting on my day and what went well and what was amazing that happened and, you know, what would I change? And to do it weekly can be great. I try and have some reflection time on a Friday, just again, to reflect on my week and to, it's interesting, it kind of puts my week to bed and then clears my energy for the week moving forward and every year. So all these things, these points of reflection do a different job. 
So I think reflecting every day helps you be more in your feminine than your masculine energy, as I've talked about before. It helps you kind of really reflect on the day. It helps you learn and grow. It helps actually keep the momentum and the pace in your business without being in that frantic, frenetic place. So I really do suggest that you journal and reflect. And I now do that sort of twice a day, actually. I have a do a journaling exercise in the morning. Can be short or long, depending on how I'm feeling, but really look reflecting on, you know, what do I want this day to be? What do I want to focus on? What's my intention for the day? And then at the end of the day, I'll reflect on what actually happened. You know, what went well? What am I proud of? What things am I learning from? How could I have made that day even better? So that's a really nice format for a daily journal, even if you want to do it really quickly. And somebody sent me actually a five-minute journal, which is a brilliant starting point for this process. And I really do recommend. So I will put the link to that um, in the show notes for this episode. And as I say, reflecting weekly can also be really powerful. So again, and I don't mean just do a to-do list, you know, I mean, it is helpful on a Friday, I think if that's your last day of the week or however your week runs on the last day of the week to just to reflect, to sort of set up the next week, think about what you want to do the next week. But this isn't really a doing exercise. It's a reflection exercise. So, you know, I don't have client calls on a Friday, so I have time to reflect and to think about, okay, so, you know, again, how has this week been? You know, what am I proud of? What have I moved forward on this week? What's been the challenging bits of this week? What do I really want to reflect on moving forward? And I really want to encourage you to do both sides when you're reflecting. What went well? What am I proud of? What's the learning and what's the lessons and what's the challenges? Okay. You'll find, depending on your character, you'll probably have an impetus towards one side or the other. So I really want to encourage you to do both because in both is really that learning and growth. And then as I say, yearly, this can also be a brilliant thing to do. Or maybe you decide to do it yearly and quarterly. You know, that's also a great thing to do. I tend to reflect a lot in January, in April, before the summer when I take a break, in September. So I have key parts of the year when I find it's really good just to reflect what's happened to the last couple of months. What do I want to create next? How's this all working for me? What does it look like across my whole life? And to go deep into those questions. So I hope as I'm describing this, you can start to feel the power of this. And, you know, I talk a lot about how you become a conscious creator of your reality. And this is really what I'm talking about. How do you step out of the day-to-day? How do you set your energy, your intention, your desire for what you're creating, and then go and create it? rather than taking the actions from a kind of quite scattered action-y kind of place where you'll still achieve stuff, but you won't achieve anything like the quantum leaps and the amazing stuff that you do when you're energetically aligned in your life and you're really on point in your life. So say I'm doing this at the, recording this at the end of 2021 And actually, I'm recording this, actually, I think it's the 20th today. I've lost track. I think it's the 20th today. So I am actually going to spend some time this week actually thinking about this year and moving into next year. And funnily enough, just thinking about this podcast and recording this today, 
has started me thinking about the year that I've had, which is 2021. And I knew that 2021 was a kind of like a resetting of the foundations kind of year. For those of you who don't know, I got divorced the year before. I've moved to Bournemouth. I've got my child in a different kind of education in a Steiner school. I've been refocusing the business. So this year has really been a lot of of really creating the foundations for the next 10 years. And that sounds a bit boring, actually, as I say that, but it hasn't been boring, actually. It's been really fundamental to really have these foundation pieces right before I move forward. So I'm ending this year living in Southbourne, which is part of Bournemouth, which I absolutely, totally love. And we just moved here, gosh, I think about six weeks ago now. And we're five minutes from the beach and about 10 minutes walk from a beautiful high street, all independent shops and everything. And a great community here. We know people here and I just love it. So that's been a big win to celebrate for me this year, moving to Southbourne, really feeling into, you know, how amazing that is. We've also just moved into a beautiful house, which I just love. It's a rental house we haven't bought here yet. Feeling the energy for when that's right. But we're living in a beautiful house in Southbourne. I feel deeply grateful for that. I've got Ella Ray in the Steiner School, which is awesome. She absolutely loves it. We've made some great friends. And I've also got clearer and clearer about who I want to serve with my work and what I want that work to look like moving forward. And I also really importantly, given the two years that we've had, had an amazing break in Spain in the summer with my family and got to really hang out with my twin sister who lives out there and reconnect, not even just reconnect, but connect with them in a different way. And I feel deeply grateful for that as the world kind of has got a bit weird (laughs) in the meantime. You can hear me moving paper over this morning because I was writing some of this down as I was preparing for this podcast this morning. And as ever, there's been some challenges in this year's too. You know, I knew in order to set these foundations in place, I had to do some pretty deep inner work. And I've done a lot of that this year. I've had some very intensive coaching, hypnotherapy, healing stuff going on to really kind of prepare me for this next phase of my life and what I'm moving into. And that's been challenging. You know, I'm not going to lie that some of that's been pretty confronting and pretty challenging, but I will end. (laughs) It's really set me up for the next year. I'm also really conscious that the balance of my life is still not where I really want and need it to be. I still, because I've been really focusing on this, setting the foundations, you know, really setting up my life again post-divorce, that balance of work and life is not right yet. I want to have way more time to play with my daughter and be on the beach and meet friends for coffee and do all of that. So that's part of my intentions moving into the next year. But it has been challenging, you know, working out those pieces as a single mom and entrepreneur and putting the help in place. So I now have a nanny helps me out one day a week. I'll probably have her for two days a week next year. I've got a cleaner. I'll probably move to being having a housekeeper next year. I'm thinking about resourcing my business, which is all freelance at the moment, but I'm actually almost certainly going to employ some people in the business next year. And, you know, again, feeling into that and how I keep the freedom and and the flexibility in the business as as I get more full-time employees. 
you know, how to be more in more flow in the business and, you know, trust myself more and take bolder leaps. You know, I think sometimes I've overthought things. I haven't leaped as fast as I could. And that's definitely, you know, something that I've been really reflecting on and want to shift for next year. And, you know, sometimes it's felt lonely. You know, I'll be honest, being a a single parent whose ex doesn't see her child at the moment. So I'm 24 seven parent. (laughs) So there's no time off when she goes to see her dad or anything like that. So that's been challenging. And it's actually made me feel a bit lonely at times and sometimes a bit overwhelmed. And, you know, I'm really the sum of that that needs to shift for next year too. So this is literally my reflections from the last 10, 15 minutes. So I wanted to share some of that with you in the spirit of, you know, openness and vulnerability and authenticity. And also because I wanted to show you, you don't have to sit for days reflecting on all of this stuff. I am going to go into a deeper process this week. But even just spending 10 minutes reflecting has really got my brain working and got me thinking about, okay, so what am I creating for 2022? And I'm going to talk a bit more about that creation process in the next podcast that I record. But I know this year, I like to set a word for my years that's kind of like my North Star for the year. So 2021 was very much about foundations and, you know, really creating the foundations for the future. It's funny, I launched this thing called the Visionary Founders Podcast last year. I didn't actually have that as a as a, a celebration, actually. Why wasn't that not on my list? You see, as you start to kind of write things down, then you start to trigger your brain in other things. That's definitely been one of my highlights of this year. So 2022, my word is going to be freedom. And I can feel the energy of that already. And, you know, it's something I'm conscious of, you know, I was actually writing something on my social post the other day about freedom, because I do feel like in the last couple of years, our freedoms have been constrained. And that freedom is so important to me, so important to me. And that that sense of freedom, of having freedom no matter what next year, is so important to me. So that's going to be my word for 2022, is freedom. And there are going to be lots of big moves next year. You know, buying a house, really taking the business to another level, working with many more people, manifesting a beautiful man into my life, really getting my life and business in a format that really works for me. So that energy and momentum for the future really comes out of the reflection for now. So I really want you to reflect coming, you know, as you listen to this, to this episode, if you're at the end of the year, if you're listening to this as it comes out and it's the end of the year, or you happen to have caught it at the end of the year, then brilliant to reflect on the end of the year. But also I say to make this a habit and to do this daily, weekly, quarterly, however it feels for you. I never want to be prescriptive when I'm talking about these things on the podcast. I want you to find the ways that really, truly work for you and to use those moving forward. But I really want you to get the power of reflection. And you can probably hear on this video, actually, I'm in that sort of reflective zone today. I'm still doing some work today. I've still got some things that I'm kind of bringing to a close for this year. But I am feeling more reflective today. You can hear that in my voice. Sometimes I'm like super excited and talking fast. And today I'm more in that reflective mode, in that reflective energy. So create space. I just really want to breathe. So yeah, 
create space, breathe, go into your body, be in nature, walk on the beach, being with my Labrador, being with my daughter, allowing myself space and time and freedom. That just feels so important today. And you know, sometimes Christmas can be busy, there's stuff going on, there's family dynamics, you know, it's, you know, there's a lot tied up in these big events, isn't there? So even as Christmas kind of moves on, or you've got family staying, or you're traveling, or you're doing whatever you're doing this year, do take the time and space. Even if it's just five minutes walking to the shops and, you know, allowing yourself to breathe and be in your body, even if it's just reflecting as you're in the moment on how lucky you are to have friends and family and people around you, or to reflect on those who are less fortunate than us at this time of year, to reflect on what feels good and what doesn't feel good. You know, that's the power of reflection is to be in the moment and not be rushing forward all the time. And, you know, to feel in the power of now, to quote Eckhart Tolle in a very famous book. So if you're listening to this just after Christmas, I hope you had an amazing Christmas. I hope you celebrate with your family. I hope you had an awesome time. And if you didn't, then reflect on that too. You know, Christmas, honestly, for me, is a bit challenging at the moment with my family situation the way it is, with the restrictions on travel. That means I won't get to see my wider family this this Christmas. So I'm creating it a different way. And maybe you've done that too. But whatever you did and whatever you're feeling moving into the new year, I want you to, before you start planning the new year, I want you to truly reflect, to think about what you want to celebrate, what's been amazing this year. How have you moved the dial? How have you really claimed more of who you are this year? How did you go for your vision and what you truly desire in this life? How did you say no to things that didn't serve you? That can also be an amazing thing to reflect on. What boundaries have you set this year? How have you recalibrated the way you live and work? And what's been challenging? And how have you dealt with those challenges? What lessons have you learned? What do you want to leave in 2021? I have a little ceremony I do with my daughter where we literally kind of write down the things we're leaving behind and we do a little ceremony in the garden and burn the piece of paper. And what do you really want to take forward into the next year? So I wish you well. There's nothing to fear in reflection. And there's everything to gain because when you reflect and you take the space, magical, magical things will flow through to you. You'll know the next steps you need to take in your life or want to take in your life, I should say. You'll connect to the learning, you'll connect to the joy, you'll connect to the pain. And all of that is so important if we want to live fully aligned as human beings. If we want to wring every ounce out of life, you know. And I probably am also feeling really reflective because I heard of a close friend who died suddenly this week, yesterday, in fact. And I also have a very good friend who's seriously ill with cancer at the moment. And there seems to be a lot of people I know well or just on social media or whatever who are who've either passed over or who are dealing with cancers, lots of cancer, breast cancer. I'm, I'm kind of hearing about them in it. And again, that makes me reflect on life and 
what life's all about and, you know, to wring every ounce of joy out of life. So don't wait, you know, don't rush through life. Don't miss it because you're so busy trying to achieve and do things. Reflect and grow and evolve and go for your visions. Because honestly, I think that's what life's all about. And if you are listening to this at the end of 2021, then I'm also launching a brand new program in January called the Visionary Accelerator. I'm not in acceleration mode today, but this will be accelerating in January. (laughs) So I'll also drop a link to that in the show notes here. And if you want to come and join us, it's going to be a small group. It's going to be the first time I've run the program in this format. It's going to be awesome, I have to tell you. And it really is going to be 90 days of powerful inner and outer work to help you really connect to, clarify and claim your biggest vision. And most importantly, to have the confidence to really go after that vision and achieve it. So if you're up for that, if you feel the urge for that, if you've been listening to this podcast and you feel like, yeah, I really want to work these next year. This is my way of doing it in a more accessible, less investment way, lower investment way to work with me than I've ever done before. So do check that out too. And I will speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Founders Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you're a visionary founder and you're ready to up-level yourself and your business, connect with me at lisamitchell.co.uk forward slash connect.